Okay. It's Sasha from Grown and Opinionated. Welcome to this episode. Um, but um, I had initially started with, I had an episode that I had pre-recorded and was ready to have on this date, but over the weekend, T.I. and his son got into it, and it got me to thinking. Um, well, actually, it really didn't get me to thinking, because let's be clear. T.I. did what T.I. should have done in that situation. Um, I don't care what was going on or whatever. When he pushed his mother, T.I. did exactly what he should have done. Yoke your kid up and let him know, this is not what you want. This is not what you want. You could be hood. You could be selling all the stories you want. Don't touch my wife, who happens to be your mother. I mean, I, I, I haven't clapped for anything that he's done <laughs> recently, but that one, I was all there for it. But then um, Star on YouTube, he started talking about it. And it's this lady that calls it, I can't remember her name. But she's from Newark, and she is hilarious, and the stuff that she talks about. But what she said got me really to thinking, and that's why I decided to make this episode or to do another episode, is that she said, you know, we don't know that kid's story. And he has come out, because I think he did an interview with Funny Marco or something, and he said that um, I don't... I didn't live with my parents. I wasn't raised by my parents. I was raised by my grandmother, and that's where I lived. And when it was time to film, my parents would let me know, and I would go over to film. The show they had, The Family Hustle, or whatever the show was called. So now, the, the thing she was saying is that that may have done something to him where he feels as though they're not his parents because they didn't raise him. And she went on to say, like, you know, I think that they should apologize. I'm not going that far with it because I don't know what happened with their dynamic. But she was saying that they may just need to apologize to him for what they did or didn't do during his life so that they can get over it. And she went on to explain that during her life, you know, her her mother did a lot of things to her but her mother never apologized for doing those things to her or anything and she said well why didn't you ever apologize like once they got older we they talked about she like why didn't you apologize and she said because that's not what we do we don't apologize to kids so she said I broke that I did some if I do something wrong to my kids or they feel away I apologize so that got me to thinking and that's what I want to talk about and that's something that um resonated with me because of my situation with my older set of kids. Do you apologize to your kids? And under what circumstances do you apologize to your... Do you think you owe your kids an apology? I guess maybe we should start there. Do you think you owe your kids an apology for some of the things that happen while you're raising them or whatever? And if you do, have you ever apologized to your kids? If so, why? If not... I would love to know that too. Um, so similar to what she was talking about with T.I. and Tiny, my situation is kind of similar. However, um, I didn't write no scrubs. So I don't have to, 
I didn't make all the money writing those scrubs or or have all of this money and things like that in the nanny issue. Mine is similar in the fact that um when I had my first set of kids, um, I'm not that old. I don't look that long in a tooth, but I have adult children. So you do the math. I was a teen mom. Well, I was like 18, 17, 18, but whatever. I was still a teen mom. And I have one set of kids. And then I have another set of kids by the same man. Listen, listen, we'll talk about that later, but don't do the dumb shit I did. So then I have another set of kids by the same man and they're younger. And when I had them, I was grown. And I was just telling someone else when I used to go to the doctor for my visits when I was pregnant, um, they had me coming like every week and I'm like, what the F? And she's like, well, you're advanced maternal age. Exactly. I went from teen mom to AMF. <laughs> so I've been on both sides of the spectrum. And the thing that my, even my son, when he was around, when I, when I had the kids, he would always make comments about how they were being raised differently. And I just say, you know, when you know better, you do better. What do you know? What do you want? But both of the older ones have, they came to me and they said it, that they felt like I didn't raise them. Um, and I felt like that in a way too, because it would be certain things that they do. And I'm like, yo, who raised y'all? Like what? Um, because certain things that I hold, certain values that I have that are really, really important to me when I didn't see those show up in them, it got me questioning, like who raised y'all? Like, this is so important to me. There's no way I would have did this. And that's when they say, well, because you didn't raise and I didn't get defensive or anything because um, I had the same feeling. So I couldn't get defensive and I'm not, I didn't do that. You can't tell me or I was doing what I had. I didn't do that. Um, I went to postgraduate school. I've been, all my friends know that I had mother's guilt about doing that because when I went to postgraduate school, I was also working full time, which means it left little time for my children. And as a result, they, you know, were being raised during that time by my mother and sisters. And um, if their father was there when he would come or whatever. And that I didn't think that it played any role then. But when I got through it or when I had a lot of guilt about it, because Prior to postgraduate school, I was always working, going to school. Um, they were in daycare when they were like a month old because this is what I knew. This is what you do. You have kids, you go provide for them. So you work. And back then, um, they, my mother, the best that she had and what everyone around us had is that in order for you to make decent money, you just got to go to college. To me, I went to college because I knew that the profession I wanted to do required college and a postgraduate degree. So I'm like, I got to at least go to college. Um, but it would have, I needed it to make decent money anyway. So when I went to college, I didn't have the guilt that I had with postgraduate school because that it was done. Like, so I can provide for y'all. I worked so I can provide for y'all. I did all of these things so I could provide. Postgraduate school though, was just a different story. It was my dream. It was something I wanted to do. And for that, that's why I felt guilty because it's like, I could provide for y'all now, but this is something that I want 
to do. So I had a lot of guilt with it, a lot. And um, it was like I was trying to juggle all of the balls and be mom and be this and be that. And I was being, like my kids always say now, mid. I was mid or less than mid at everything because I was just juggling too much. So I finally came to a decision like, okay, um, listen, when I was working, I was going to postgraduate school. I think that <laughs> because my work ethic and the way that I did things previously and I functioned myself that, thank God, because at work, I was not like putting in a hard eight every day, but I was getting the job done and I was doing really good at getting the job done, like maybe in three hours. It would take me like, maybe I worked for two, three hours a day and I would get everything I needed to do because that's just how I had it. So it wasn't like I was putting, and then I would literally use the afternoon when I had my job, I would literally work the morning and then the afternoon was for my studying and everything that I needed to do to get prepped for classes. And then the evenings were class. Um, so, and then the weekends, you know, I, I had to set in a schedule where, okay, I would go before it was like, okay, um, it's going to be all about the kids and everything. And it just wasn't working. So then I put in more hours in the library so I could get the grades up and do things. And as a result, yes, I wasn't there for everything for my kids. So when they both came to me with that, they didn't come at the same time. And if I'm being honest, I wish they would have came without it being any drama. I wish they would have just came like we would have lunch or we breaking bread and they would just say how they felt. But either way, I didn't care. They both, when one came to me, it was because I was calling them or something. And then they said like, well, you didn't even raise me. You were not there, this and that. And I looked them dead in the eye and I said, I apologize for that. I apologize. At the time, I was doing my best. And now, knowing the things I know now, yeah, I should have quit the job and just went to school and um, been there for y'all. But the way that my thinking and what was instilled in me also, because I come from a working class family, you work, you get a job, you work. And what I had was what was considered a good job. So you got it. You can't just leave that. But now looking back, and I would tell people when they would ask me to talk to people that were coming into school, I would say, quit your job. If you have kids, quit the job. It should be your kids and school, not your kids' job, school. It's just too much. And I told them, like, you know, now that I know better, I'm doing better. I'm doing different. But I apologize. I should have been there for y'all. I left y'all with my family at the time, I didn't think that was a problem. I thought, this is what family's for. This is what you do. Um, not knowing that that was ca causing an issue and a problem. Um, and I apologized to them. Now, did any of them receive that apology? Hell no. <laughs> so if y'all thought I was going to say, do this, because it definitely works. Uh-uh. Neither one of them received that apology in a manner that the intent that with how I gave it or what it was. It seemed like both of them used it as an excuse for why 
whatever I was calling them out on that they, that it was okay. And then once I apologize, it's like, okay, what are we talking about? And I even had to say that to the one. I said, listen, what are we talking about now? I apologize for what I did. If you want to express anything that occurred during that time or any feelings you have, I'm here for it. But if you want to use that as an excuse or um, one of my kids, if I would do different things with the, the smaller ones that I didn't do, like, huh, it must be nice. Look what they get and look how they get treated. And I told, and when he would say, I would say, listen, when that child would say, I don't want to say he or she, when that child, I would say, when you know better, you do better. I know better, so I'm doing differently now. And, but no, no, it was not, it was not like, oh, mom, it was no Cosby moment or whatever where we're hugging each other and saying, Oh, I understand. And it's no. It was like, well, so why do you think I'm going to? And I'm like, listen, you're an adult now. I apologize. I took ownership for my part and who you who you are, because all the things that who we are are a combination of everything that happened in our lives. I, I talk about it on all of podcasts and I don't want to go back to the slumdog millionaire, but if you haven't, you watch the movie and you see like the whole thing was not about education or being rich or anything. It's just about your life experiences. So yes, I played a part in who you are. I'm owning my part. I apologize. Now we have to move on. We can't stay stuck there. And you have to own your part in who you are, or you have to own your part in the relationship, or um, neither one of them went to their dad and tried to get him to own any parts of it, and he had a lot of parts, but they, because they knew he wasn't going to own any parts, so, but I own my part, I apologize to them, and that was the circumstances that I apologized to them, um, to my older set. My younger set, I apologize to them on a regular basis, and I tell them all the time. Hey, you have to give me grace. I'm going to give y'all grace. I'm doing my best. I'm showing up for y'all. And I make sure I always, um, not that I want them to feel sympathetic or anything, but that I'm not perfect. I'm not going to always get it right, but I'm here. I'm here. And while that may seem like the minimum, there's a lot of parents who aren't even there. And whether it's physically, which my youngest said they have that issue where their dad is just not there. Um, or if it's even, um, I don't know what they call it, but it's like conscious. Like, so like you come home from work and your kids are in the house, you're in a house, but you're not there for them. You're not showing up for them because you're beat down from your job or you have other things you want to do. Whatever it is, you're not showing up for them. It's like, okay, y'all home, I'm home, and we're home. And then you rinse and repeat, but people, I mean, and I was, I, I don't want to, like, not that I'm bashing anyone or anything like that, because there was a time that was my my point, like, oh, my God, I would be so exhausted. And there were times I used to work two, three jobs and things like that. and it's like, okay, I come home and I'm asleep. Or if I'm not asleep, I'm like doing a bare minimum or I'm your Uber to games, but I'm not showing up for you. So with the younger set, I always tell them, I'm showing up for you and I'm doing my best. Um, but I get it wrong sometimes. 
And um, like one time I had to apologize to my youngest daughter because uh, she, <laughs> listen to this, she used my credit card or Amazon and ordered 200, over $200, like three, it was like close to like three something or whatever worth of skincare, but we were able to stop like a hundred really quickly of skincare. Yes. On my credit card. So the first packages started coming and I thought like maybe her dad had got it for her or something. And, um, my son said, Oh no, did sissy get that for you? He was like, Oh, sissy bought you skincare or whatever. And she kind of said yeah to him or she didn't, whatever, but she just went about her way and he said it. So when I found out what was going on and that she had ordered it using my credit card, I went off. I'm like, and then you lied to me and told me that your sister bought it for you. And she said, I never said that. And I'm like, yes, you did. And I'm like, I'm, I'm 10 toes down. Wrong as fuck, but I'm 10 toes down. And then my son says to me, he like, mom, actually, she didn't. I said it. Um, and she just said, yeah, or she just, whatever she did. I forgot what she did. But he said, I was the one who actually said it. She never said it. So in that moment, I'm wrong. I turned to her. I'm sorry for calling you a liar and accusing you of lying about where you got the skincare products from. I mean. I do it. I do it on a regular because I have to, if I, what I think it shows, but not even that I'm doing it as any life lessons. Let me be real. It's just, that's the person that I am. When I'm wrong, I take accountability for what I did. Um, in that moment, um, you have to be now again, especially with kids. Like I said, my older set, just whatever. It didn't go over. But my youngest said, and she like, okay, I understand. Um, but to take accountability and hopefully, because people keep saying like, you know, it's not what you say to your kids, it's what you do. It's how you live your life that they're going to pick up and live their life. So hopefully they will see like, oh, my mother took accountability when she was wrong. So then I should take accountability and do those things. Um, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, it's just who I am. So it doesn't have a difference if it's a child, an adult, whatever. Um, if I'm wrong and I did something wrong, I apologize. So like I say, normally when I'm apologizing to the smallest set of kids, it's that in that context that, um, maybe I don't want to say I accused them of doing something, but maybe they did, somebody did something and I really can't find out who did it or I'll say like, Oh, you said such and such like in that sense. And they're like, no. Or, um, if I show up late for picking up my daughter from school, I apologize. I apologize often for that, for picking up late or, um, any like stuff like that. I really do. I do apologize to, to them. Um, but I would love to know what y'all think. Like I said, the only I only got to thinking about this because the caller on Star was saying that they owe an apology. And so I guess now talk it through it. Um, this is kind of like you work through a problem and as you work through it, you kind of come up with the resolution <laughs> and you don't know what fan. I don't think they should apologize to him. Well, I think that they can apologize if that if what he's saying is the truth. 
that they did not raise him, they weren't there for him, that the effect that it has, if they really are um, apologetic or feel like it was something wrong, then they can apologize to him. And hopefully that would open up the space for them to have a discussion. Now, based on my personal experience with my older set of children, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to have any real bearing on getting to the root of the problem or resolving anything because his behavior and just like my kids behavior is part is only that's only part of it. Another part of it is coming from them and from choices they're making and other things and unless the conversation about the apology for not being there is going to deal with the effects of them not being there had on them and how they can mend the relationship and move forward, um, then it's worthless. If the conversation is going to be more, uh, well, now I could blame everything. I could drop all my ish at your doorstep and leave it with you because, and I take any ownership because you apologized already. So you must be wrong then I don't think it's going to be worthwhile, honestly. And I just wouldn't do it. I think, um, I don't think I had any intent when I apologized to my older kids. It's just that, you know, yeah, y'all saying it. I felt the same way too, so I'm going to apologize. But I guess if I, in a perfect world, well, not in a perfect world, but if I would have preferred, that's my term that I love to use. I would have preferred that it opened up the door for us to mend our relationship to become tighter and to like, um, like to maybe like, yeah, get tighter and form a tighter bond or whatever based on like now this part, this, this grievance that I had against you for all of these years, because, um, I think I may have finished post-grad kid school and my kids were like, 10 the older set were 10 11 or 12 something like that like they were still young when I finished postgraduate school um I think in that instance that I would have hoped like yeah if it if I would have if I would have had a preference I would have preferred that you know we would have dealt with those issues and then they could see where you know they could have saw my side or not see my side but accept that that's what it was, accept the apology, and then that we could move from that. Um, but, it, yeah, it didn't happen. So, unless you got real kids that's going to take responsibility, it may not happen. But y'all can let me know what you think. Would you apologize to your kid? Um, if so, under what circumstances, you could follow. Um, sorry. I don't know why. Well, okay, really quick before I get out of here. So one of my things is I am a person who still wear, wears a mask. And I have recently become um, more lax with it. Like, I, don't, I used to wear it everywhere, every time, everywhere. I step out of my car, go in the store, post office, anywhere I go, my kids, I, everywhere I would wear a mask. And recently I've not wore it um, for certain things. And like today in yoga, it was just a lot of people in class and I'm like, oh my God. So of course 
this is why I wear the mask because every time I don't wear the mask, I start doing. <clears throat> then I'll be like, well, damn, did I catch COVID from not wearing that mask? And this and that. And now, right now, I'm thinking because my voice is getting like, <clears throat> I'm getting stuffy. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? I just told my son, like, we got to spray everything down. So, yeah, I'm having one of those moments. But in any event, you can follow me on Instagram at grown underscore and underscore opinionated. The YouTube channel is grown and opinionated on these. The podcast is available on SoundCloud and Apple. Uh, Soon, I'm trying to fix this here. Soon it'll be up on Spotify and I'm on Twitter. Twitter, well, X, formerly known as Twitter at JMO about. And until next time, Sasha out. Peace.